Oh, here we go. We're back in action. We had the week off. I'd like to start off with a huge apology to all the NFL fans out there. Me and Rat had a big weekend. I had the Ricks party. I had Caulfield Cup. I lost my voice. I couldn't talk Sunday. The Rat, you were hungover from Everest. So I just want to start off by putting out a huge apology to everyone out there that was asking, where was the podcast? We just physically couldn't get it done, could we, Rat? I had no voice and I don't think you, uh, you had much sleep either. Oh, I just couldn't get there, mate. Yeah, uh, first time ever a scholar, and it did not disappoint. They put some serious work into that race course, which is Ramwick. And apart from the old traditional grandstand, the whole joint is new and off its absolute head. So anyone that wants to get there, I highly recommend it. It was a great day. What What was it about the day? I remember you texting me and saying, mate, you've got to get here up next year and, and celebrate. I heard that they were pumping tunes and the crowd was going off. It was like a nightclub in the mounting yard. What What was it that you could just, you know, sum it up quickly before we get into the NFL Week 7 preview? What was it about the day at the Everest up there in Sydney that was so special? Uh, well, if you're watching the races on the day, they played Sweet Caroline before the main race and everyone was going bananas and... Everyone would have had a, had a bit to drink by then, so they were all getting into it a bit more. But as I mentioned, the facilities are just top-notch. They've obviously done them up over COVID. And as I said, Peking Duck played afterwards as well. So everyone then made their way out to the mounting yard and they turned that into a stage there with uh, a DJ there as well. And everyone was just loving it, going absolutely bananas. It was, yeah, it was great to be there. Oh, mate, well done. Well, yeah, it's a great, it was a great day of racing, wasn't it? Uh, Nature Strip, I think the whole... Country was on that, but if you weren't on it and, and you're on the thing that won, you, you would have got some value even in your trifectas. But the whole day, they do it so well. Spring Carnival is uh, alive and well. And while we're on the topic, mate, are you, are you down for Cox Plate? What are your movements? Yes, mate. I'm on the last flight out of the Goldie tonight. Chill out tomorrow and then mosey on down to the track at Mooney Valley on Saturday early Arvo. So can't yeah. wait. Should be wet, should be a leader's track. Now, mate, but as always, this podcast is brought to you by our friends at Dabble. Dabble is one of the greatest betting apps in the land. And the reason I love it is they've given us a special this week. Listen to this. They're giving us, you can only put $25 on this. That's your max bet. But you're getting $2 for Animo to run top four. Rat, is that just ridiculous? That's free money, isn't it? It is free money, but we'll touch on a few things bit later about the track, mate. It looks like it's going to piss down in Melbourne. So it could be one as we've spoken about some belters that may hang on. Oh, we love a roughy, but Animo... Let's get on to the footy. Four. Let's get on to the footy. Oh, no, but just let me touch on everyone on Dabble. You're getting a special offer here on the Cox Plate. You're getting $2 for Animo to run top four. Now let's get into the footy. NFL Week 7 preview. There's a big game starting the, starting the week off. And it's the New Orleans Saints taking on the Arizona Cardinals at... Arizona, they've lost eight in a row at home, but they get their man back. DeAndre Hopkins, D-Hop is back in the building. He's missed the season so far. We all know why. He was suspended for all the things that he did wrong, but he's back. Kyle Murray gets his man. He does lose a bloke, though, doesn't he? He loses Hollywood Brown. And the Saints, they've got injuries, mate. They've got no Lattimore. They've got no Landry. They've got no Thomas. They've got three big outs, two on offense, one on defense, where are you going to start with this one, Rat? Yeah, you're right, mate. They do get a big in in Hopkins and do lose Hollywood. But, well, Hollywood did have the most targets in the NFL prior to last round. 
he just gets another good target. And they've also signed Robbie Anderson from Carolina. So we saw that he had a a tiff with his coaching staff on the sideline and ended up uh, being not even benched. He was already benched, sent to the locker room last week. So they get Robbie Anderson there and another target. He'll take a couple of weeks to gel there. Alave comes back for the Saints off the concussion protocol. So looking forward to see what he can do. Kamara is there. He started to get it going a bit last week. I'm going to take the Saints. I just don't like what I'm seeing from Arizona. I just do not like what I'm seeing at all. They, I just can't. They're too unpredictable. Andy Dalton's quite calm and poised under center. So I just, I just feel more comfortable taking the Saints in this one. What do you think? I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to take the cards. I think that this is their time to win one. They've got a pretty solid game plan on offense. They were better on defense last week against a, you know, a high-paced Seattle team. They only allowed 19 points. They were very disappointing, but not many teams win on the road in Seattle. I think the uh, New Orleans have been leaking a lot of points, and I don't think, you know, they're both, let's be honest, both these teams are two and four. They're not really doing much, and they're banged up. I just think with the home crowd advantage, you get D-Hop back. It's going to be a very simple game for those out there in fantasy there's only a few players you really want to be touching. It's Benjamin on, as a running back one there for the cards. you got Hopkins. You spoke about Robbie Anderson. I wouldn't be touching him, but he's going to be one of those big play. You know, he could go for a 100-yard touchdown or he could just do nothing and put up donuts. But I just expect a lot of ball to be going D-Hop's way. I'm going to be tipping the cards. But again, if I was to have a bet, I'd stay away from head-to-head. I reckon any time touchdown for Hopkins is just one of the greatest bets here. I see this being a high-paced game. I think it'll be a lot of scoring. I know there haven't been a lot of scoring on Thursday night football. We're due for an absolute cracker. But, um, yeah, I think you start, you just get get yourself around Hopkins. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope they link up a lot because, like you said, I can't trust either of these teams at the moment. But it should be a good game. And let's just watch out for Connor. I know I spoke about Benjamin, but just watch out for Connor. He might be coming back. We don't know yet. Um, but just see who's fit and available for that one. We'll move on, mate. We'll move on to Cleveland taking on the Baltimore Ravens. My boys, the Ravens, have been really disappointing. I, I must say I've, I've been super frustrated. They've blown three leads. They could be 6-0. and uh, Lamar is, is questionable, they're now saying, which means he'll still play. There's a few blokes that are questionable. But the Browns have been leaking. They're 2-4. and four. They're on the road. They just got smoked by a rookie quarterback and the Patriots. You've got to tell me you're tipping the Ravens here, right? Come on, tell me you're tipping my boys. You make it sound like it's black and white, mate. I just, oh, I don't know. I just can't work out what's going on at Baltimore. So Dobbins is coming back from injury, right? And he's meant to be meant to be their grouse running back. We know Lamar runs the ball a lot, but Dobbins has had seven attempts last week for 15 yards. And then Kenyon Drake has been thrown around like, like Scraps has had 10 attempts and gone for 119 yards and a tutty. I just can't can't work it out there. you got Duvernay, long, uh, a downfield long ball threat. The only reason I'll be taking Baltimore is because they're at home. It does say here that the forecast is going to be a bit wet and rainy and you've got a great get- ground game for the Browns in Nick Chubb, who's having an awesome year, leading the league in rushing yards. I think he's either first or second. What did he do last week? Last week, he had a quiet game with 56 yards, but before that, he's only gone under 110 yards once. So if you're having a go at anything, Chubb over 80 yards on the ground, and 
I'm just going to have to take Baltimore. Nothing jumps out to me here, mate. I'm, I'm just going to go Baltimore with it being at home and their backs are up against the wall. No one was expecting too much from the Browns with Brissett under centre. So I'm going to go the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens need to get it done. They are at home. You'd expect them to get it done. And, you know, that they can't keep blowing these leads. I just can't believe what they've been doing lately. Some of these leads are just – they hurt me, mate. They really do. They hurt me. But um, who was the, the signing they just had? I'm trying to remember his name. The, the 35-year-old, they just signed off the, off the waivers. What's his name again? The quick speedster. I've just had a mental blank. Sean Jackson. Uh, yeah, he's in. He's in. Does he start, you reckon? I reckon he'll play 50% of snaps and they'll all be long ball targets because he he has been, over the last few years, one of the great long ball threats in the comp. But that's all he can do. So he's found, he's found his way out. Yeah, no, you're right. I think, you know what, I must say, if you're going to be having a little dabble in this one, these teams have been leaking. Like, like Baltimore's put up a lot of points and so's Cleveland. It could be a cool game. I think Chubb will go off. They've been copying it. The Ravens, yeah, Cooper might even go off as well. But, mate, I, I think they get it done. The Ravens get it done. They play that running back game. You got, As you said, Drake was good. Dobbins had a bit of knee soreness. Gus Buss is on the uh, – he's on his way back soon. And I think Bateman is 50-50 to play. If he plays, they'll win. They just need some wide receivers back. So we'll move on because that game's a bit cloudy with a lot of injuries. Now, Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Carolina Panthers at Carolina. The Panthers have got – dramas going on everywhere. There's talks of them getting rid of C- Christian McCaffrey. He might be going to the Rams. I'm hearing the Bills. I'm hearing all sorts of teams, mate. And then the Bucks. you know, there's a lot of rumors going around about Brady. He's partying. He's rocking up the day of without the team. He's barking orders at his offensive line. It just doesn't look good to the eye. He's obviously demanding excellence and he's done it his whole career, but there's just, I don't know. I think a few people are starting to think maybe they're not the real deal this year and the wheels are rolling off. I'd say the Bucks win easily here with a big bounce back game. The Panthers are all over the shop. Like you said, they've traded Robbie Anderson. They've got an interim coach. Mate, what do you think is going to happen here? Is it going to be an ugly game or do you reckon the Bucks will put up some points? With what everything you said about the Bucks and the Panthers being true, I just think this is still a no contest. Brady just gets it done. They won't be too much, too much trouble to Panthers. CMC, he had 21 touches, 13 rushing, eight receiving yards last week. He's getting some absolute work. They don't have either their first or second quarterback in Mayfield or Darnold under center. They've got PJ Walker there. I just can't see, I can't see Carolina putting up too much of a fight. So I got the Bucks to win this one. And when he needs to get it done, he just throws the ball to, throws the ball to big Mikey Evans. So look for Mikey Evans to have about five receptions, I reckon 80 yards or so. And Lenny Fournette, he's been, he's been good. He's got over the last, uh, oh, he didn't get over. Uh, yeah, he's got over. He's had four touchdowns the past three weeks. So Lenny, anytime touchdown scorer. And he's getting them in the receiving game. He's had three receiving touchdowns the last three weeks. And didn't have a rushing touchdown last week, but he had one the week prior. So he did promise everyone on Twitter that the touchdowns were coming. And ever since then, he's had four in three weeks. So you get about a dollar eighty for that. So if you're looking to put something together, go Mike Evans, receiving yards into Lenny Fournette, anytime touchdown scorer and Tampa Bay to win. Yep, I'm looking at his stats right here. And he's gone for 30 plus receiving yards in the last four contests. Whether that's because they've been trailing, who knows? 
They'll be winning this one. And Oregon Mikey Evans will be getting a touchdown, mate. I'm looking forward to seeing him back in the TD uh, list. He is Brady's favourite target. And when the backs are against the wall, I know where Brady will be going. He'll be throwing a fade to that man in the corner. Bucks for me, Evans to dominate. They'll get the job done. And Christian McCaffrey will be soaking up all the rushing and receiving yards in a losing Carolina Panthers lineup. Now let's move on to Atlanta taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. I know you don't like me saying it, but they all say Bengals and I'm sticking with it. They're both three and three. Atlanta have been quite impressive lately, mate. They just took on San Fran and got it done. The Bengals are starting to look good. My boy Chase just said it's my house last week in New Orleans. Him and Smoke and Joe, I saw a little clip from NFL Films. He's like, let's go. We need that defense to just make a play. And now it's our time to make a play. And what do they do? 60-yard TD, bang, game over. This combination is lethal. Higgins is a bit banged up. I'm expecting Chase to go off again. Mixon has been really disappointing. Only the 45 yards rushing last week. He just can't get it done at the moment. He had that meeting with the offensive line a few weeks ago, Rat. I don't reckon that was uh, that might have worked for one week. It's not really holding up. I'm interested to see what happens in this game, but I know where I'll be turning my attention. It's all about Jamar Chase and the Bengals. What have you got for me here? Yeah, you're right, mate. And on that, Atlanta have been very impressive. And I'm I'm quite astounded with no matter what scenario the game is in, whether they're down by 10 to 14 points or just one touchdown, their persistence in running the football, they just they just keep running it through Mariota, Algier, Huntley. And this is without uh, Corderell Patterson, who has been their Swiss Army knife so far. So this team actually had my bet of the week in it last week. I had Caleb Huntley... Uh, rushing for over 30 yards. So I watched the week before him and Algier were splitting carries and I thought Huntley ran the ball really hard and he managed to salute easy. He, he got over, I think it was 48 to 50 yards last week. So I'll be going Huntley again around around a similar mark, whether it be 30 to 40 rushing yards because you get a good price there, either $1.90 to 2 bucks. So I'll be taking that again. But in saying that, I feel like Cincinnati got rolling last week. So I will be taking Cincinnati. But as an individual prop bet, I do like Huntley there to uh, rush whatever's around. Caleb Huntley went for 59 yards rushing off 16 attempts, which is he only had eight attempts the week prior. So that was a fantastic spot by you, everyone on Rory Rory Atkins' double account. I saw you do that one. Uh, A lot of people copied that. Well done, mate. That That was a very easy one. And to be honest, this is the scary thing, though. I think you need to keep your eyes out on he only had 34% of snaps. So he's had 16 attempts. So he's pretty much just coming on and getting the ball. And when he goes, he goes at 3.69 yards per carry last week. But every other week, he's been over four. So he's going to get – he only needs – you know, you go off math. He needs seven or eight attempts, and he gets that 30 yards every time, mate. So great spot by you. And, um, yeah, I'll be looking, looking forward to following him. Mixon, just be careful with him. He's been really disappointing. He would have been first round in a lot of fantasy teams. He hasn't gone over 18 points um, more than once. You know, he's done 18 week one, then nine, five, 15, 10, and 14. He's only had two touchdowns in the whole season. He's been really disappointing. So just be careful on him with your bets, with your fantasy. I reckon it's, uh, if he has a big week, I'll be looking to offload him because he's been, I don't know, there's something about that team. I reckon Joe's just going to be throwing that ball around for the year. They're kind of uh, in, in every game. And I don't know, they're just not getting it done on the ground. Now, Let's keep moving on. We've got Detroit Lions off the bye playing the Dallas Cowboys. We have Dak Prescott back. Unfortunately, our man, Cooper Rush, he just couldn't get that, couldn't get that win last week against the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. 
He now has his first career loss. The, he's done an amazing job. So, you know, I salute you, son. I've got you in me future bets, the division. Uh, I, need, I need Dallas to take that one out. I'm not very confident now, but he's done a fantastic job. If you had said four and two uh, with Dak Prescott injured, I would have laughed at you. So well done to him. I'm loving the Dallas defense. It is something else. I reckon this game is really scary for Detroit. They just got pumped by, I think it was the Patriots a couple of weeks ago. They didn't even score. And now they come up against Dallas who are going to be at home and they're angry and they get their QB one back. Right. This must be best bet of the week. Dallas Cowboys, just a win. What do you think? I reckon you're right, mate. Don't know about best bet. I reckon they win, but Detroit do get some soldiers back. They haven't been able to stop anyone on the defensive end. So I still think Dallas are going to score you, score you four touchdowns. So yeah, score at least, score at least 28 to 30 points, but they do get swift back. So he had a shoulder injury, and their coach, Dan Campbell, three weeks ago said he'll take the two weeks off and then he'll go into the bye, have, have a bit more of a spell there, and he'll be back. So he's touted to be one of the best uh, dual threat running backs in the comp. Amon Ra St. Brown took a bit to get going last week, coming back off an ankle. TJ Hawkinson in. So they've got, they've, got a couple, they've got a couple soldiers back. But then, again, Dallas seemed to have got it rolling last week. Even though they got done, Zeke finally decided to establish himself in the run game. That's uh, he's averaged eighty yards in the rushing game the last two weeks. Uh, hasn't had too many receptions, but at least he's been getting it going on the ground. I really like what I saw there. And yeah, they've got they've got their receivers back in City Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz was out for a bit last week. He'll be back this week. So good signs for Dallas. And you're completely right. Um, you take four and two if you're the Cowboys. So I'll right. be on the Cowboys. There's no way known they're getting beat. This is a lock. Don't tell me this isn't the best of the week. They're playing a, a, a team that just leaks points, and then Dallas has the best defense, I reckon, in the league. This is a lock. Tell well, me we, hope, we hope Dak can throw the ball, mate. We don't know what's going on there. Oh, I know. Well, mate, let's not skip over this. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't brought this up. I'm going to have to pump my own tires up here. Tommy's tips, the NFL late window, $69.30. I needed... Darrell Henderson Jr., touchdown. Kenneth Walker, the third, touchdown. Bills win. Stefan Diggs, anytime touchdown. Josh Allen, 300 passing yards. And then the last leg, Zeke Elliott. Oh, mate, that was a great multi. I just want to say to all the, all the doublers out there, you know, stick with me. $69 pops. That's what we want. We might miss three or four, but we get the big ones. And that was the biggest one I've had so far. It's taken six weeks to get a monster but as we spoke about, Rat, we want the big ones. And they, you know, sometimes you've got to wait. You've got to be patient. So Zeke looked good as well. He was running that ball strong. So I'm going to be looking at him. He had 13 rush attempts for 81 yards and one touchdown last week. He didn't get, he has not been cited receiving yards. So don't even look for them. His partner in crime has been getting all them in that Tony Pollard. He's been the man um, that comes in actually. No, he hasn't been getting receiving yards. Sorry, they've been going to Lamb. But um, I'm really interested to see Zeke. He's, I think he's starting to establish himself in the run. They're not giving Tony Pollard as much action as they were at the start of the year. So I, I just want you to – I might follow up on Zeke. I like what I saw last week, and I think he'll get going again. That's a really exciting game. I'm looking forward to watching Dallas with Dak back in action. Now we go on to New York Giants taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. The 2-4 and four Jags playing the 5-1 and one Giants. This game will be in Jacksonville. It should be a beautiful day of sunshine. 
Rat, what about the Giants? I can't believe they're five and one. Oh no, mate. I don't I don't know how to how to approach them. Five and one, like we're a third of the way through the season. Is is it enough? Like, is that enough of a a run sheet there to this is actually what they're gonna be like? Daniel Jones on the center, their quarterback. He's he hasn't had the mistakes that he that he's usually had. He, he's thrown for two interceptions this season. He's good on the he good on the ground, but he only he only rushed for six yards last week. So, but prior to that, he went 37, 68, 79. But I, I'm just so glad to see Saquon Barkley getting after it. He's he's nearly offensive player of the year so far. This is just rushing 164, 72, 81, 146, 70, 83, four touchdowns. He's just he can do he can do it all this bloke, and it's so good to so good to see him back to what he was in his rookie year. They've got a bunch of wide receivers that, that I don't know. Robinson, Johnson, I know Slayton, but then James, Kenny Golladay, he doesn't play. But they're just getting it done. Their their defense flies around. I'll take the Giants just from just from what I've seen in the last couple of weeks, mate. And Jacksonville, after a promising start, find himself two and four, probably where we where we saw them being. Giants for mine. Oh man, I love it. And you know, last week the Colts got it done with Dion Jackson. He come in. Obviously, we had Hines get concussed the week before. Jonathan Taylor didn't play. He come in and went off against this part, uh, this um, this run D. He had 12 attempts for 42 rushing yards and one touchdown, which is not a lot. But where he sliced them was he had 10 receptions for 79 yards. That's 7.9 yards per reception uh, and, and per, you know, catch. He, he went off. I think Saquon is just going to eat in this game. And um, I won't be going head to head here. I think, you know, in terms of the tip, the Jags have been funny. They started really strong and they've kind of died lately. You just, you know, you trend your friend. We always say that. The Giants are looking solid. They've got no wide receivers. Everything's going through Barkley. And I'm just so grateful that I took him in the second round of the uh, fantasy league, mate. I copped a lot of a lot of boys booing me when I did that. He's saving my season. So, um, you know what? I'll be tipping the Giants. I'll be tipping them. Um, but in terms of the game, I'm looking forward to seeing, yeah, Saquon take on this team. And uh, I'll be looking, yeah, the defense is good. So it's hard to kind of get around anyone on on the Jags, Uh, Robinson and and ETN. I must say he looked really strong last week. He was really impressive, mate. I must, you know, 10 attempts for 86 yards on the ground. We did say that Robinson hasn't been really getting it done. Um, He was a bit better last week for 12 attempts for 54 yards. And he went at 4.5 yards per carry, which is He's um his third best of the season so far. So that was a bit of a spike, which was good. But he hasn't had a touchdown for three weeks. So if you think James Robinson's going to get a touchdown, he might, but he hasn't had one for three weeks. He started off hot, but ETN is starting to take over that backfield. Mate, I'll tip the Giants and we'll move on to the next game, which is the Colts taking on the Titans. This is a huge game. This game's in Tennessee. Uh, it's also going to be beautiful weather. We have... We don't know if we've got uh, our man back in Jonathan Taylor. He's he's 50-50, right? I hope he does play. I've taken the Colts in the futures, the division. Uh, I, this is a big game because the Titans got him last time. How do you see this playing out? Both teams are three. Well, Colts had a draw, so three, two, and one. And the Titans have come off the bye, and they're three and two. So it's a pretty big game. Derek Henry's looks solid. What do you think happens here, mate? 
You are right, mate. Huge divisional game. Uh, the game from the Colts last week, even though it was against Jacksonville, is the game that we thought we would have seen a month ago. We would have thought it would have taken two weeks for Matt Ryan to get going, work out where his receivers are going. But it's taken a bit longer than that, mate. But on the weekend, he went for 389 yards and three tutties. So that's a huge game for Matt Ryan. And he actually moved into the top seven passing yards all time. So he's number seven. So I think that I think people sleep on him a little bit. Like he's an absolute dog there. Um, hope Jonathan Taylor comes back. And as you mentioned, Derek Henry is eating. He's averaged 108 yards on the deck the last the last two weeks. You know, obviously had the buy last week. But then prior, this is this is quite surprising. They're trying to trying to find other ways for him to get involved. He's had 30 receiving yards those two weeks as, as well. So he's going at about 140 yards and a touchdown and a half the past two games that he's played. So I'm going to take Tennessee at home, even though I'm, I'm similar to you. I've got the Colts in futures in that division, but just Tennessee at home, Derrick Henry, quite simple. If they're, if they're to win 100 rushing yards and a touchdown, none of their receivers quite appeal to me. Robert Woods is their wide receiver one at the minute, but he isn't doing too much. I really like the look of Alec Pierce for Indiana. The rookie. Oh, he looks fantastic. He's got going the last two weeks and just really compliments Pittman nicely. Pittman, when they're in the arm wrestle, he gets going and takes the more physical catches and Pierce sets his bloke up and gets the gets some more uncontested catches. So I do like what they're, what they're doing there, but I'm going to have to take the Titans, mate. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm taking the Colts only because I like them. I've always liked them. They're building... But yeah, like you said, I think I told the, our you know our Aces community, our Aces listeners, a few weeks ago. The last three weeks, Derek Henry's gone for fifty-eight yards receiving, thirty-three yards and thirty yards. He only had the two catches the other week, but you know that's probably because they were up and about against Washington. I, I reckon it's just one of the most sneaky markets that's going around. His line's always about you know fifteen. It's just one catch there for the big truck, Derek Henry. So look out for that. But he's been fantastic for. Fantasy. He's, he's had a touchdown every week the last four weeks. He obviously had the bye last week, but he's gone. He's had a touchdown every week. So I think we, you know, if you if you're a betting man uh, and you just saw what the Jags did on the ground to to the Colts, this is a great this is a great lineup. So Derek Henry goes into my all up touchdown multi this week, Brad, and I'll be tipping the Colts though. I'm going to be cheering them on, but again, I wouldn't be betting on the head to head in this one. This is a flip of the coin, and it's in Tennessee. So I'm looking forward to watching. I'm really excited for that one. Now we go to Green Bay. This is our last of our 4 a.m. Melbourne, you know, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So, right, I think it's 3 a.m. for you out there in the Gold Coast. But even though you'll be down here, this is the last game. Green Bay taking on Washington in Washington. This might have a little bit of rain. Green Bay just got pants by the Jets at home. I just can't believe where they're at, mate. They've been so disappointing. I... I get so frustrated when I just don't see anything going. And Aaron Jones, I just can't believe they're not giving him a go. Like, what? give the ball to the man. It, it, it's the most frustrating thing watching. For everyone out there that's got Aaron Jones in fantasy, I feel for you. They're just not giving him a go. He's not getting any workload. It, I don't know if the defense think they just know what they're going to do and they're stacking the box. Aaron Rodgers is throwing bombs down the field and missing all the receivers. I don't why is – Rat, tell me why Jones is not getting the ball, mate. And I just don't understand it. Well, you're right, mate, and there's nothing really attractive about this game at all. But 
Aaron Rodgers made comments through the week on the Pat McAfee show. They asked the exact same question. And they said, well, because all the wide receivers are younger here and no one really jumps out and no one's really going to break the game open in their receiving core, if you're going to plan for one thing against the Packers, what are you going to plan for? Yeah. What's the one thing you want to stop? Aaron Jones. Well, there you go. So Aaron Rodgers looks up and he sees Aaron Jones out on the flat and there's two blokes there just ready to just absolutely shit mix him the whole time. So majority of teams' defensive schemes are just lining up just to stop this one bloke. And then it forces uh, Rodgers to throw the ball to two rookies. Alan Lazard, he looks good. He looks like their wide receiver one at the minute and Robbie Tonyan at tight end. So they're, they're his more experienced receivers. But that's, that's what you see happening, mate. So he did say, though, they've just paid him and you've got to find ways to get him the ball. So in saying that and how last week went, with the, the inability to get him the ball, look for him to draw up some, some quirky plays or just find some staple plays just to, just to get him involved because he's a great playmaker and they need to get him out in some open space so he can do his thing. But I get that with the receiving yards. I get it. They you know, scream pass and they, and they line up. We're talking rushing yards. He had nine attempts. He only had yeah, 56%. Like seller, AJ Dillon takes their, takes their rushes. Yeah, but that's he, what I'm saying. Get rid of Dillon. Yeah, he's good. But this guy's better. You just paid him. He had nine attempts. You know, the, the, the two weeks prior, let's go to the season. He's gone 49, same problem. Then the next week, 132 yards rushing. Then two weeks later, 110. And then, you know, he's dropped right off. I, they're just not giving him the ball. Like, he needs that ball in his hands 15, 16 times at least for me, because if you get him going, then you might have a couple of throws. And I'm really impressed with Lazard. But now that I'm seeing Tonyan, Robbie Tonyan, they said, when he starts making plays, you know he's back from that ACL. He's back. He is back. He had 12 targets last week, 12. That's 10 receptions for 90 yards as a tight end. That is massive. He hadn't had more than 36 on the season. Now, I don't expect that every week, but you're 30 to 40, 50 yards every week with, you know, three to four, five receptions, he's a good one to look in your little, uh, your little prop bets there, Rap, because I don't think, I don't think you know, Aaron Rodgers can trust anyone else. Like, he throws it around. They're not, they're not out. Like, Lazard's okay. But, you know, I think Tonyan's becoming his security blanket. And uh, I just want them to get the ball going with Jones. Now, we haven't spoken about Washington. We've got our man, Henke. How do you say his last name? Henchke? Hen- Henke? Henke. Heineke, Heineke, he's Heineke, back. Heineke, 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 Heineke. <laughs> Heineke, he's back. He's been named the starter by coach Ron Rivera. Finally, Carson Wentz will not be taking the ball under center. I've had <laughs> enough of watching him. He makes me vomit. This guy, just to remind people, just from my memory bank, he loved throwing the ball to scary Terry McClellan. Yes. He had he a sneaky connection with scary, didn't he? He did. And, and, and scary's been, he's been very disappointing this year. He's had... I think he's had 100 yards once. That was in week three against Philly, which is which blows me away, really, because they're such a great defense. But Scary Terry's only had one touchdown for the year. And he's played over 90% of snap share. So he's on the field every, you know, he's, he's, he's running routes. He's the man. He had 41 yards last week. Um, he only had three catches. If he, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him link up. Uh, but um, And the other guy, Brian Robinson, he was fantastic last yes, week. He running back 17 one, attempts. Uh, and a touchdown. But how do you, what are you looking for on that, that offense, mate? You think anyone will get going for Washington? Oh, well, Robinson last week. So he's obviously coming back from getting shot in an attempted carjacking. So his first week back, he's had nine attempts. 
Last week, his second week back, 17 attempts for 60 yards. Not a lot of yards, but he got stuffed up a bit. But they gave him some goal line work. He rushed for a touchdown. So he has established himself as their running back one. Antonio Gibson, he was returning the kickoff. So he's found himself on special teams. So He's in trouble, isn't he? Yeah, he's in trouble, mate. He's in no man's land. So Robinson, I'd go rushing yards over. Terry, Terry McLaurin, he's over-unders. 50.5 yards. So, yeah, 50 yards with, with a quarterback that he's got a good connection with is about right. And then you could even chuck your man Bobby Tonyan in there. So he's re- he's still got a very low line mate of 33.5 receiving yards. So, oh, yeah. taking that all day of the week. Yeah. But I really like – I like Green Bay here. Like, Rogers, uh, arguably one of the goats. So, he's just got to get this done. And I think, I think you'll see that in where they are. It's, it's, it's pretty close to panic stations there at – at three and three, so look for his staple targets to to get going again. I think they'll be fine. I mean, three and three is not the worst when you think about it. Um, but when you got Buffalo next week, this is a must-win game for Green Bay. I'll be tipping Green Bay, even though they, they broke my heart last week. Just the way they played was horrific. They come again. They come up against Washington. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. Actually, it should be. It might be a good game. Now we head into the later window, the seven o'clock games for everyone here in Victoria. Uh, New York Jets taking on the Denver Broncos. The Broncos. Where oh. do I start? Oh. I've been saying, let's ride. Well, how many times have we said that? I feel, I feel sick. I don't even want to say What's it. What's he riding? Tell me what he's riding. Oh, he's not even riding a Shetland pony, mate. He's, <laughs> he's not even riding a go-kart. He's riding. I don't know what he's riding, but whatever it's oh. doing. It's, it's on the unicycle. Mad, and I tell you, who's been, who who'd be feeling quite mad? Melvin Gordon looks like he's been. It looks like he's done, right? So if you've got him in fantasy, he is done. Latavius Murray looks like he's taking over the backfield. Uh, Sutton is clearly his wide receiver one. We'll talk about the Jets in a second, but let's just stay on Denver. They're going to be a bit fatigued. They only played a few nights ago, uh, so they're going to short turnaround. But mate. What is going on? I actually, I'm going to defend Russ a little bit. Whoever's, whoever the play caller is, run, run, throw, run, run, throw, run. Like, where, why isn't he just doing what he did in the first quarter? You know, 10 from 10, break the pocket, run to the right. Like I said, get him out of the pocket, make it up a little bit. He's got Jerry Judy there, my man, who I love. Get him out in space and make it up a little bit. He's just, mate, that second half, I know the Chargers defense is good. That was the most horrific display of offense I've ever seen. It was just weak. It was like they didn't dare to win. They were like, oh, we'll just try and get a couple yards and just try and get a dip. It was the weakest offense I've ever seen. I've had enough. I'll be tipping the Jets in this one just because I can't stand the Broncos. They make me sick at the moment. <laughs> mate, yeah, you're spot on. And he did look good, mate. Those first two players where he's peeled out and got someone 30, 30 yards downfield, he, he looked... And I was saying it. He's the Russell of old. Get out the pocket, you know, scramble a bit. His targets come back to him and he just puts it out in front of him and let him make some plays. And Eddie Slim Piggins for Melvin Gordon, mate. Three rushing attempts. Latavius Murray was sitting on his couch watching the Sunday games a couple of weeks ago. He's had he, he's had 15 attempts, the big fella, for 66 yards. He's actually gone all right. He looked good. He looks good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I just don't know what's going on. It's actually... They're the worst team to watch at the minute. And as we mentioned, the two New York – well, there's three New York teams they are going around, but the two New York City teams are absolutely balling. Brees Hall seems to be the man. 
He's absolutely dominating. Last week, he had 20 attempts on the ground for 116 yards and one touchdown. So a lot of play going through him. Zach Wilson, he's just he's just getting it done. He only threw for 110 yards last week, but they're just getting it done on the ground. They've yep. got a good receiving core now with Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. I'm, I'm just going to have to take the Jets. Their defense is playing great. And you see all the footage, and he was one of their high, highly prized draft picks in Source Gardner. He's left the frozen tundra in Green Bay <laughs> last week with one of the cheese heads on, and Alan Lazard hated that and flipped it off his head whilst he was walking <laughs> off the ground. But I'm going to have to take the Jets, mate. As you said, they're looking good. And the Broncos are looking shot. And the Jets have shown that they can win away from home too. So I'm going to go to the Jets. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Source Gardner, he might be a rookie defensive player of the year. He's been super. Their defense is getting it done. We know their coach come from San Fran and he was the defensive coordinator. I'm loving him. As I said, I told you all to watch Jets Drive on YouTube. If you haven't, go on there. It was the preseason. Just look at what the coach is like and the culture he's setting and building. It's really impressive and I love everything about them. Brees Hall will dominate. So Denver has not got a good rush D. Eckler didn't really expose him last week. He, he caught a lot of balls. It was just one of those scrappy games. But when I did a lot of research for that, Denver are not good against the run. And this guy, the last two weeks, 97 yards, 116 yards, and touchdowns in both, load up on this guy. He's going to eat. He's going to eat against this Denver Broncos rush D. I'm looking forward to this one. It's the Jets for me. They're four and two. You know, I won't be touching head to heads, but I just can't stand what Denver Broncos are doing. But in saying that, I need to remind everyone, Denver's defense has been very solid. They haven't allowed points to anyone. So this game could be really ugly. And that's why I won't be getting too excited in this one, right? Because Denver have not allowed anyone and some high-paced offenses points. You saw charges last week. Herbert had like eight fantasy points. You know, he's, he's one of the best quarterbacks we've got in the league. Their defense is really good. And Patrick Satan, like I said, Mike Williams, stay away from him last week. We love Magic Mike, but this guy's given up 135 yards to all wide receivers in the season. And he had Devontae Adams put a hundred yards on him. So he's, he's not, he's not giving up anything and the QBs know it. So they're saying, stay away from this guy. So Broncos, their defense is going well, their offense horrendous. If they get their offense going, they'll be a really strong team in this league. And, and, it, and it will turn. I think it will turn. They just need to get it going. Next game, Houston Texans, the one, three, one Texans taking on, the Las Vegas Raiders that are one and four. This is a massive game for the Raiders. It's in a dome. It's in Las Vegas. Devontae Adams has a bit going on, doesn't he? He should not have pushed that guy. He looks like he's going to be getting, he's waiting uh, potential NFL discipline things right there, which is quite scary, um, scary, I should say. And that sits under the NFL personal conduct policy. So I just wish he didn't push anyone because he's in all my fantasy teams, right? But he still plays. They come off the bye. They're fresh. This should be a game where we see Carr and the boys dominate. And there's one player that has been red hot. Talk about red hot. I'll give you red hot. Josh Jacobs last two weeks, 28 rushing attempts for 144 yards, two touchdowns, six receiving, five receiving yards for 31 yards. And then the week last week that he played, sorry, two weeks ago, he said to buy 154 rushing yards and a touchdown with 39 receiving yards to go with it. This guy is an absolute animal. He's out of contract, fifth year running back option, I think it is. He is he's eating rat. He is absolutely going off. 
Yeah, you're right. He is dominating, mate. I really like that call. I reckon in this game, it's in Vegas at the Dome. I reckon before the bye, obviously, he's putting up massive numbers. They'll they'll go back to him. So he, he uh, two weeks ago, sorry, three weeks ago, two weeks before the bye, he had 34 touches, which is outrageous. And then the week before the bye, he had 26. So he's generating great offense for him. Feed him again. So you're looking at, I don't even know what his rushing yards would rushing yard line would be here. What is it? Uh, it would be, be, be around 95 to 100, I reckon. So that, that, that's quite high. But he's put up uh, very high receiving yards the last couple of weeks. He's been over 30 the last three games they've played. Uh, Devontae Adams, yeah, as you said, he's, he's on 78.5. They're one and four, mate. So they're going to they're gonna have to get going. It's nearly season over if they get done to the Texans here. Texans still don't have a bad offense. I still like Davis Mills. And Damian Pierce is having having quite a good rookie season. So the four weeks prior to the bye, he's rushed for 99, 131, 80, and 69 yards. Three touchdowns in those four games. He looks like he looks like an, like an absolute guy. And Brandon Cook's there, wide receiver one. He needs he needs to get going. The last four games they've played, he's had 20, 57, 22, and 54 yards. So they need to find him because he's their main playmaker. So if they can, look for him to put up a bit more of a fight. But as mentioned, if Vegas are the team that they want to be in a very tough division, I'm going to take the Raiders because one and five, it's it's see you later, Derek Carr, I reckon. So they've got to get going. There's two players that's going to be going through. It's Adams and Jacobs. Mate, we need to remind everyone, Darren Waller misses practice to begin the week. So Darren Waller with the hamstring, he was not spotted at practice on Wednesday. Um, Foster Moreau is the backup. Uh, he was on the field. He's battling a bit of a knee, but he was on the field. I think if you can get a little market there for Foster Moreau, it, it, it wouldn't be big. You know, as we know, the algorithms, he might be a sneaky one to take his spot. Uh, Hunter Renfro hasn't really been getting going either. So he might be a sneaky one that gets a little bit more target share. He's been really disappointing. He had four catches for 25 yards last week. But this this game's going through two blokes. Devontae Adams in the air, Josh Jacobs on the ground. And I'm really looking forward to it. You spoke about the other team, but I think this is a this is a one one way show and it's going to be the Raiders getting it done. They'll be two and four after this week, right? 100%. Next game, Seattle Seahawks, the three and three Seahawks taking on the Los Angeles Chargers, four and two the Chargers are. This one's in LA. They weren't too good on offense last week, but I was really impressed with their defense. They allowed 10 points in the first quarter, I think it was, and they did not allow anything after half, uh, after that quarter. They obviously got a couple of field goals kicked against them, but they were so good on defense. I think, I think this is going to be a really tough game for Seattle. What do you think will happen here, Rat? Yeah, you are right. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this game due to Geno Smith is having an outstanding year. We just finished talking about his predecessor in Russell Wilson, but Geno is the one cooking at the minute. So last week, 197 yards. Before that, 268, three touchdowns, 322 touchdowns, 325, two touchdowns. Last week, 48 rushing yards, a bit quieter the week before, 13 rushing yards, 49 rushing yards and a touchdown the week before that. I really like what he's doing. And Kenneth Walker has just taken over from Rashad Penny. So 
if you can have a sneaky go at his rushing yards, I reckon you'll get some good odds around 60 to 70 rushing yards. Last week, he went 97, and then the week before, 88, and for a touchdown as well. So I really like what Kenneth Walker's doing. On the other side, with the Chargers, you mentioned Palmer in the concussion protocol, so it'll be interesting to see whether he actually gets up for the game. And our boy Keenan Allen has been out for five weeks with a one-week hamstring. I reckon they're... They're playing funny buggers here. I know he's an older fella and they can probably they can probably do with having having him out with a lot of weapons that they've got and the way they distribute the ball. But if he doesn't play, Mike Williams, look for him receiving yards over due to being shut down last week, as you mentioned, by Sertan, your boy. Mikey Williams rushing. I think the Chargers get it done at home. They haven't looked too convincing, mate, but they just win. So... As we mentioned, some of these teams that were highly touted at the start of the year to do good things, they haven't quite got it going yet, but have managed to just scrape through. So I'm really looking for Herbert and the boys to get going. I think they will. And just a fun fact, it's it's just something that's staring at me, but Mike Williams has had one of those seasons where, again, he's had 10 yards week one, next week 113 yards receiving in a touchdown. The next week, 15 yards against the Jags. The week after, 120 yards against the Texans. Then he goes 134 yards against Cleveland. And then last week, he had 17. So, Rat, you know, if he has a quiet one, he's kind of going one-on-one off. He's a bit of a FIFO worker. This game is suited. It's not a massive matchup. It's a medium-type matchup. He should be dominating this one. I'll be getting on him. But Austin Eckler, my boy, he is just eating. I always talk to you about how good this guy is. I think he's the number one running back in the game at the moment. The amount of points he's putting up, the last three weeks, 30, 34, and 19, you know, against Denver, that is a good one. But he has a fantastic matchup here against Seattle. He has got to be in all your fantasy lineups and uh, and all your betting markets. This guy is going to eat. We don't know if it's in the on the ground or in the air, but he gets it done either way. Uh, if, if, if your man Keenan Allen doesn't start, it's a two-man offense with Palmer out. That Carter... Everyone's talking about maybe look to Carter, but I've been watching Carter closely. Herbert doesn't tend to throw it to him. He's been going at his tight ends um, a fair bit. So it's a two-man offense for me. I'm loving Walker. Kenneth Walker has been smoked on waivers. A lot of people use Fab on this guy, and and he's going to be really good. He looks so solid. You've already touched on him. 88 yards and 97-plus touchdowns in the last two weeks. He gets a great matchup here. So it's all about Walker for me at the uh, Seahawks and Mikey Williams and Austin Eckler for the Chargers. I'll be tipping the Chargers at home, and they'll go 5-2. and two. They're starting to really build. Now, the next game, Kansas City Chiefs, the 4-2 and two Chiefs, taking on San Francisco 49ers at home. They had a shocking loss last week. They looked horrific. They're only three and three on the season. If my memory serves me correctly, I noticed Jeff Wilson had a really bad fumble. He laid a goose egg. In fact, Rad, he was negative. He was 0.5 negative. So fantasy owners would have been bleeding at this guy last week. It was all about the yards in the air because they were playing catch up. Paddy Mahomes, he went down to the bills, but he looked fantastic. Kelsey looked amazing. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster finally got in the end zone and Valdez Scandling, MVS, put up a duck egg last week after going for 90 yards the week before. So it's a bit hard to pick where they're going to go in this one. Let's just talk about who you think is going to win this game because San Fran have great defense. They're coming off a loss. They're at home, but you can't really tip against Patrick Mahomes, can you, right? No, I can't. Even though they got done by the Bills last week, the Chiefs, I still really like what I'm seeing. He's putting up... He's putting up great numbers. If it wasn't for Josh Allen having the year, he's... Well, 
I don't even know. Like, I was going to say for MVP, but last week, he's, they've got done, but he's gone for 338 yards, two touchdowns. The week before, 292, four touchdowns. He's had a quiet week with 249 and three touchdowns and one pick. But for any other quarterback, probably other than Tom Brady and Josh Allen in the comp, that, that's an absolute ripper of a game. And uh, week one, I know it's a long time ago now, 360 yards and five touchdowns. So I still think people are sleeping on Patty Mahomes a bit for the MVP there. They've just got so many weapons, as you've seen, when it comes to the comes to the crunch. Kelsey's his boy. He's having an outstanding year, 108 receiving yards. Quiet won the week before, 25, 92, 58. But on that, <laughs> sorry, a quiet one of 25 receiving yards. But do I mention he had four touchdowns, Tommy? So the yeah. quiet one in the receiving yards, but he's managed to get over four times. So I'm going to have to take the Chiefs here. Uh, not too much excites me on the ground for San Fran. They do have a good defense, but look for Debo to get going. And good signs from George Kittle, finally finding his feet last week for eight receptions and 83 yards after having an injury-riddled off-season and then coming back three rounds into the season. Yeah, you're spot on. I'll be tipping the Chiefs. It's a really hard one. I just noticed that Debo Samuel, everyone gets a bit, you know, the numbers don't lie. The last four weeks, he hasn't had more than 12 rushing yards. So if you think he's rushing the ball... Well, it needs to be a bit of trickery because they're not rushing. He, he's receiving yards 73, 115, 20, and 79. So he's getting 73 in the last four weeks. So he will be getting the ball, I'd imagine, because I think they're playing from behind. And it is good to see Kittle being used because I'm sick of seeing him just block and do nothing. Not for me. I don't have him in fantasy this year, but I did in the previous years, and it was quite frustrating. Paddy Mahomes is going to be the second MVP, right? I think Josh Allen will win it. I am looking forward to seeing that one. He's got cleaner numbers and he just got it done on the road. So that's going to stand up. Now, here we go. There's two primetime games coming up and this one's quite big. Pittsburgh Steelers, who beat the Bucks last week, they're two and four, are on the road taking on the Miami Dolphins, who are three and three. They've had a couple, they've had three tough weeks, but Tua is back after some severe concussion Right, prime time. We were speaking about this not long ago. You just hope he gets through unscathed. But when he's playing, you just got to fire up Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I can't wait for this because I've been so frustrated with what's going on at quarterback at Miami because they're so exciting. And Pittsburgh, well, they've been giving up some points. They were better last week. They look fantastic. But this has got to be all about Miami. Tell me, tell me who scores touchdowns and who you're going to be keeping your eye on in this one. Yeah, you are right. It's good to have Tua back. And he's got a great connection, it seemed, before he uh, obviously got concussed with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Like, they were numerous amount of times, both going for over 90 yards. So, just looking through here, Tyreek Hill, the week's gone. 177 yards, 47, 160, 33, 190, 94. Tyreek Hill's going to get the ball. Unsure whether he's going to score a touchdown, but him and Waddle will allow them to get the ball downfield. I'm going to say Raheem most at any time touchdown scorer. So Pitt, Pittsburgh's defense is traditionally traditionally quite staunch and quite good, but I reckon they're going to have enough opportunities getting the ball downfield with these electric wide receivers that Mostert will punch the ball in. What do you think happens? I like, I like that you said that. I just want to remind everyone that most of it uh, was limited in practice uh, on Wednesday. So just keep your eye on for that. I, I agree with you. I've got him in fantasy. I've got the backup as well. But if he's, uh, you know, he's all good and he's all sweet and trains uh, in the late session, he'll be a fantastic one for goal line. 
I'm going to be low. I'm just going to be getting on Tyreek Hill, mate, for yards. The only reason he hasn't gone, New York Jets, they lost two quarterbacks. Or they, you know, they had the third stringer. And against Buffalo, that's just Buffalo. But every other week, he's gone for 100 and, yeah, pretty much 100. You know what I mean? He's dominated. So it's all about Tyreek Hill in the air. Uh, Gusecki had the two tutties last week. I'm looking forward to seeing Tyreek Hill and Tua linking up and doing what they're doing. And Tyreek Hill's leading the the, uh, the league in yards, receiving Jalen Waddle's fifth. So don't sleep on him. Um, but in saying that, Waddle hasn't had a touchdown since week two. And I'm um, just looking at Tyreek Hill's numbers. He hasn't had a touchdown since week two either. So just be careful with your touchdown bets. Uh, but receiving yards, Tyreek Hill, get on him. He will go off. I don't really have much to say for Pittsburgh. Pickett had a concussion last week. Um, so not sure where he sits. They probably He probably misses, I would have thought. And then Mitch Trubisky comes in, who actually looked pretty good last week. So well done to him. But yeah, Miami for me, mate. Another one where I say one of my, one of my better bets of the week, I'll be putting them in a head-to-head with Dallas. I think that'll be a, a really juicy one. Uh, and with Vegas as well, I think them three just have to win. So yeah, that'll be Miami Dolphins show for me in prime time, right? What do you think? You're locking that one in? Dolphins for mine, mate. Yeah, but did you see that was posted on the weekend. I was just crunching the numbers then that the Miami Dolphins sideline is 100, no, sorry, is 90 degrees Fahrenheit. So 90 degrees Fahrenheit here. I've got the converter up, mate. I'm just crunching the numbers here. 90 degrees Fahrenheit is 32 degrees, right? So that's the Dolphins sideline. You got me 32 degrees there? Yep, so they're in the shade, I'm guessing. <laughs> they're in the shade on the other side. And... <laughs> Then opposition opposition was 120. So I'm typing in 120 here is 48. So it's 18 <laughs> degrees Celsius difference from home to away sideline. They're kidding themselves, aren't they? They're putting them in a sauna. Oh, that is so cheeky from the boys in Miami. And you know what? It's going to be hot. So they, I think, I can't remember what team it was. Well, I think it was the Bills. They were all cramping when they played a few weeks ago. That's quite funny. A great pickup by you, Rat. You've been fantastic with these pickups. And while you're talking about pickups, you lead me into the next game. You were the guy that brought up the Bailey Zap or Zappy, however you say his last name. He was the guy that He's had a the dog, isn't he? That's yeah, the you dog. Were the guy that said, Look out for him with receiving yards. Well, guess what? You called it. He went for 309 last week. No one would have tipped that. He's been super impressive. He might land the job. I mean, we don't know who's going to get it. I think they're going to have Mac Jones back soon. He, uh, he's actually inactive last week. But, yeah, we don't know who's going to be QB1. But you called that. So, well done, Rat. That study from college stands up. Now, before I lead you into the question, your boys, the Bears, the two and four Bears, they're, on, they're taking on New England, who are three and three and looking really solid. Stevenson is the man. He went, as we said last week, if you tune into the show, you get the best mail. 19 rush attempts for 76 yards and two touchdowns. We told you he'd get one. We lied to you. He got two. He was super. Uh, the ball's going through him. And what I love about your boy, he's throwing the ball. Myers, Myers looks good. He's gone for 111 two weeks ago and 60 last week. He's sharing the ball around in the air. I'm liking their offense finally. Hunter Henry was good. He finally got his touchdown, first one for the year, 61 yards receiving. He had 54 the week before, so he's getting used. It's a bit more exciting in New England. Rat, this should be New England Patriots all day of the week in the primetime Monday night football, which is Tuesday, 11.15 Australian Eastern Standard Time. Tell me who you're tipping in this one. Completely agree, mate. New England for mine, it's, it's, 
it just helps them that Zappi's come in and played that well that they can they've shown that they can take their time with getting Mac Jones back. So that's great for them. Even as you mentioned, he, he might he might get the job, but if not, they can just take their time with Mac. Uh, they call it a high ankle sprain over there, but traditionally in Australia, it's called the the syndesmosis there. And you were spot on with the Stevenson. So I'm just looking through here. So last week, the Browns scored 15 points against the Pats. They held the Lions to a goose egg. Uh, the week before that, who was it? Green Bay. They scored 27 and Green Bay won. But the no, last two weeks. Don't time on the Bears. They suck. Let's just. Let's yeah, just exactly right. Yeah, sorry. I was just finding another way as opposed to saying the Bears are shit. Just to say that. I know. Let's not waste their time. They, they, are, they are just. They are hard to watch. And there's only one player that you can really trust. Well, receiving yards. Darnell Mooney has gone for 94, 52, and 68. So he should get 50 yards. They're always playing from behind. But one thing I want to note, note, Bill Belichick, he always takes away the weapon. He's renowned for taking away that one weapon. Now, whether it's Fields running, it's Montgomery in the, on the ground, or it's Mooney in the air saying, you run it, and we're going to stop that one player. So this will be, I just think, Patriots, Easy, and then Stevenson for a touchdown. Bang. It's just a simple $4 multi. Bang. Lock it in. I just, you know, that, that rounds out the week. What do you think? Agreed, mate. Completely agree. Spot on. Um, well, mate, that's that's all our games. And I look, again, and there's a few teams on by, but this is this is where it starts to get tricky in fantasy. You've got to juggle your quarterbacks. You've got to look after your team. You've got to think two, three weeks ahead. Um, we're going to have our bets up on Dabble Sunday. We, we just wanted to get the podcast out a bit earlier to give you all a bit of an idea on what's happening. But I must say, Rat, we'll start off with the, the um, you know, the, the, the Friday game for us, but Thursday night football, for me, it's all about Hopkins. That's the one player I'm going to be zoning in on. What about you? Is there anyone that you're going to be zoning in, that one player that you're looking forward to watching? Hopkins is is my one for the Cardinals, but I like Alave back. He's there. He's their wide receiver one. I still reckon his uh, receiving yards are low, so I'll be taking a larvae receiving yards over. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. Well, good luck. We'll do it. Let's do a joint one this week. We keep saying that we'll do it. Let's do a larvae. I'll take uh, Hopkins. We'll merge it together. We should get a little bit of 4 or $5 action. Again, use the link in our description here. Sign up to Dabble. It's a, it's, they're doing amazing things. They just did a deal with TAB, I heard. Now they've got the uh, sky racing there for the spring carnival. They've got all the sport. The NBA's back. We're, we're tipping $69 winners. Rat's got all the prop bets. He's given them to you early because he does all the research. We thank you all. And additionally, we have a special offer from Rick's Eyewear. You get the discount code if you use ACES at checkout. We just dropped the brand new Soho Sunnies. The Marlin Sunnies are online. We just celebrated our sixth birthday. So for anyone out there that's purchased a pair, send a photo in if you're at the track or you're wearing them in the sun. We thank you, Rat. Thank you for your time. Again, mate, I love doing these podcasts with you. They've been so much fun. Uh, let's let's hopefully back a few more winners and let's hopefully see our fantasy teams get up uh, for another exciting week of NFL football in week seven. You know what they say, mate? Ace is country. Let's ride. <laughs> see you, mate. See you, mate. <laughs>